0: To the Mahai Podcast Reviews. What's up everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Mahai Podcast Reviews. I'm your host Dave, coming to you from the Smoke Shack here in Denver, Colorado. Hope you guys are having a safe start to your New Year's. Uh, it's been a while, guys. It's been a long while. Uh, We took a week off, and then just when I was about to get started again, I got the flu, which really fucking sucked. But, feeling better now, but if you hear me coughing a bunch, uh, I apologize in advance, but that shit was terrible. The good thing, though, is that it allowed me to catch up on some Netflix shows, which I'm super excited to review for you in the next couple weeks, as well as I got a chance to finally watch this movie that we are reviewing today today. The Joker, directed by Todd Phillips and starring Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, what a great movie this was. It definitely is not a movie that you pop on and you're expecting to have a great time and a bunch of laughs. No, this movie is super gritty. It's dark, super fucking depressing, but it's a great movie. Just an absolutely great movie. Uh, had I seen it last year, it probably would have been the top three of my favorite movies of the year. But uh, I just now caught it, and I'm too busy to go see all these movies in the theater, which last year was a great year for movies. But uh, I finally got to see it at home, and uh, it was a stellar movie. So uh, once again, it's directed by Todd Phillips. If you have seen The Hangover, then you've seen his work. Uh, you actually, he was in The Hangover if you remember the the wolf pack were uh, about to head down for their night of shenanigans and there was a dude going down on his girlfriend in the in the elevator. Uh, that was actually Todd Phillips. <coughs> See, there you go. I'm coughing already. Uh, starring Joker stars Joaquin Phoenix who uh, definitely needs to eat a cheeseburger after this movie. but He's a vegan, so I guess it has to be an impossible burger, which kind of defeats the purpose. But uh, Uh, he took this role super seriously. He lost, like, 40-something pounds by, like, not eating anything. Uh, super skinny. Uh, he just looks like he's a man on the verge of mental breakdown. So, like, if you hear a lot of reports about how crazy Joaquin Phoenix is in real life, then it's probably not too far away from the truth. (coughs) Excuse me. So, let's get into the Joker a little bit. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix plays a dude named Arthur Fleck. Uh, he, is, he lives with his mom in Gotham City. And first of all, that's one of the coolest things about this movie is it's, it's a, definitely a DC movie. It's set in Gotham City, but it feels more like a Martin Scorsese movie, which if you know Todd Phillips at all, he's a, a Martin Scorsese disciple. So it really feels like you're watching a gritty Martin Scorsese movie. But instead of like New York City, it's Gotham City. And instead of you know, big-time commissioners and big-time uh, like Ed Koch from New York, the mayor of New York, you have Thomas Wayne. And you get to meet Bruce Wayne. Uh, you, it's really kind of neat to see how Todd Phillips had enough balls to make this move. So Joaquin Phoenix plays Arthur Fleck, this dude who is just racked with mental illness. And really, this movie is not just a supervillain origin story. It is more of a a character study about a man who is facing mental illness. He has a history of violence against him in the past, a a history of abuse against him in the past. Uh, He has an overbearing mother. Um, He's poor. And so he has to rely on government-assisted mental health Uh, assistance and once that funding is cut off and he can no longer seek treatment and take his medicine uh you see him start to lose his battle against mental illness until finally he gets to a point where he snaps and it he snaps violently uh he one thing i really love about this movie let me kind of go down that rabbit hole of mental illness well his laugh walking Phoenix has a great laugh A great Joker laugh um, And it's not Because he's happy and he's Enjoying misery Or anything like that He has like a Tourette's Syndrome kind of uh, Illness And that is what kind of gets him Into trouble He's trying really hard to control This twitch, this laugh of his And it gets him into trouble And not to spoil it, if you haven't seen this movie, um, I'm surprised because I thought I was one of the last few people in the world that hasn't seen it. It's made a billion dollars. But that laugh is what gets him into trouble and then starts his downward spiral into mental uh, illness and into violence. So Joaquin Phoenix, he pulls off this character study of this man who is fighting so hard against his demons. But it's a, a losing battle, and there's no way that he can, he can win this battle against his demons. Uh, and you, you really want to try hard, or you really want to feel bad for him, and you really want him to succeed and uh, to be able to fight these demons and uh, not be miserable. Because you see just how shitty his life is, and you see how, what kind of a shitty upbringing he's had. And you really pull for him, and then he starts committing these acts of violence, and you see how this these acts of violence end up being his salvation. It gives him purpose. Uh, he All he wants to do is uh, be adored by people, and instead of being loved for being a, a funny comedian or being a silly clown, all of a sudden there's throngs of people in Gotham who are, just so uh, upset with the system and the status quo of the uber rich of the Thomas Wayne and uh, the elite looking down upon the poor where Arthur Fleck is. And then you're, you're having this uh, battle This like, Hey, I know what the Joker's doing is wrong or what Arthur Fleck is doing is wrong, but you can kind of see where they're coming from. And he really gets off on the fact that people now see him as a symbol. And that's what helps him ultimately break this chain of mental illness it is that these acts of violence, people misperceive it as him standing up to the rich man, but really it's he just snapped in a moment of mental rage. And so uh, he gets off on how many people are... Following him now, he commits one crazy act of violence, which happens probably about an hour into the movie, maybe a little bit less, and all of a sudden, all of Gotham starts wearing these Joker masks, and all of a sudden, he's the leader of a movement, which this is all he ever wanted to be, was loved and adored. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, I cannot say just how great that dude was. Uh, just you can see the pain in his eyes, and whenever he goes into these laughing attacks, and he, you know that he doesn't want to be laughing, and you know that's going to get him into trouble, and he's trying so hard, and you, you feel like he is, he's actually afflicted with this Tourette syndrome kind of uh, ailment. You and you feel for him. You really want him to stop, and you really want him to to get better. But then you're also, there's a part of you that's like, I want to see this dude turn into a joker and start fucking smoking fools. Um, so, I mean, Joaquin Phoenix absolutely deserves his Golden Globe win and his Oscar nomination. Uh, I've seen a bunch of the movies that are nominated for the uh, Academy Awards and a bunch of the actors nominated for uh, the Best Actor nod and... So far, he's been the best one, and I definitely think he's going to win it, because he was absolutely fantastic. I will, however, say, though, I did like Heath Ledger's Joker better, uh, and I want to say that the reason why is Heath Ledger was evil, he was manipulative, he is smart, but he was also funny, and if you read the comics, uh, or if you watch any of the cartoons where with Mark Hamill, and obviously in the movies with... Nicholson and with Heath Ledger the Joker has funny side you know he may be evil but he also is pretty clever and he comes up with uh, some pretty funny jokes. like the whole uh, disappearing pencil trick that is classic that's the Joker 100% Um, so I really appreciate Joaquin Phoenix's performance I still like Heath Ledger's performance a little bit better what's really cool though is that I am pretty sure that Joaquin Phoenix will win this Academy Award, and you're going to have two different characters, or two different actors, winning the Academy Award for playing the same character. So, And that's a DC uh, comic book character at that, so that's pretty neat. Uh, But I will have to say that uh, Heath Ledger's performance is still my favorite Joker performance of all of them. Uh, Like I said, Joker was nominated for an 11 Academy Awards, Uh, It won a a bunch of uh, Golden Globes last week. I think it was like three or four. Um, I definitely know it's two because Todd Phillips won. No, he did win. No, that's right. The gentleman who uh, directed Parasite won, but Joaquin Phoenix won. (coughs) Sorry. I don't think Todd Phillips will win. There's a lot of great directors. Uh, Martin Scorsese has a, a pretty excellent chance of winning for the Irishman which I reviewed a few weeks ago. An excellent movie. Um, But Joaquin Phoenix will definitely win for uh, acting as Joker. Uh, This movie did receive a bunch of criticism for its portrayal of violence, uh, which is complete bullshit. Uh, Ever since the dawn of action movies, uh, folks in the media and uh, just kind of concerned citizens around always shit on movies with a, a little bit of action, a little bit of violence in it. And they say it's going to inspire more acts of violence, which is complete fucking bullshit. Uh, You know, I appreciate the fact that uh, the um, Century Theater over here where the Aurora shooting happened, they didn't show the Joker, uh, which is kind of why I live next to the theater. And that's kind of why I had to wait so long to watch the Joker, uh, just because it wasn't near me but I do appreciate that they didn't do that just out of, uh, sensitivity for the, the families, but it, I, it wasn't going to inspire more acts of violence. It, and it didn't, um, is it any more gratuitous than the Irishman? No, there's less people can smoke and shot in the head than Irishman. Irishman has people dying from the very first minute throughout the entire three and a half hour run. So, um, if the Irishman Is not going to inspire More violence Then the Joker Is not going to inspire More violence So I call bullshit On People whining about The glorious Or the gratuitousness Of the violence in here Um What else Um Martin Scorsese uh, You can definitely tell There's a Martin Scorsese Look and feel About this movie uh, Todd Phillips loves Scorsese And he definitely made uh, A movie to Represent A Scorsese Kind of movie But Martin Scorsese said that he's not going to watch it because he's kind of anti-comic book movies. And we, do, we discussed this a little bit when we talked about The Irishman, that uh, Martin Scorsese kind of shits all over the comic book movies. But this is one where uh, his, Scorsese's big complaint is that comic book movies aren't cinema. They're not art. And I completely disagree when it comes to this movie. Uh, this movie is art, 100%. This is every bit as good as The Irishman. It's every bit as gritty. It's every bit as artistic. Um, Todd Phillips has a great eye for um, using his the grittiness of the city around him to really capture, um, like, a, a claustrophobic feel and a feeling of tenseness around. Like, there's a, a trash strike going on, and... Um, there's piles and piles of trash, and it makes you feel claustrophobic, and it makes you feel closed in, and that just kind of leads to, or makes you feel um, anxious. And it's only at the end where uh, the Joker is standing on top of this crashed cop car, and there's people surrounding him. You you kind of you may feel closed in, but he's surrounded by people who are chanting his name. And you don't feel that claustrophobia anymore. You just you feel open. You feel free, and that's on purpose because Joaquin Phoenix is feeling that same thing. He's feeling free for the first time in his life. Um, I this is I'm gonna take a real quick uh, side turn on here, and then I'm gonna close out. Uh, this movie would not be possible if it wasn't for Deadpool. Why do I say that? Well this is as R of a movie as you're going to fucking get. And if it wasn't for the success of Deadpool and the writing and how clever it was and how they were able to pull off that R-rated movie, then there's no way in hell that this movie was going to be made. Uh, it took a lot of fucking balls for DC to greenlight this movie. And I know it took a long time for Todd Phillips to convince DC to and Warner Brothers, for that matter, to make this movie. Um, but once he did, you know, it took a lot of balls for DC, who's had a bunch of, uh, taking a lot of knocks, especially with like Superman versus Batman. Uh, what is it? Uh, Bat- Batman, Batfleck getting, uh, removed or leaving and having to have Robert Pattinson come in, which that movie sounds amazing. The Batman sounds amazing. But DC said, like, we need to stop following this Marvel game plan of let's build this extended universe. Let's just concentrate on making excellent movies. They're standalone movies. If they happen to connect and they happen to connect, but let's just make our own standalone movies and let's just make the best movies we can. That's kind of what it sounds like they're doing with the Batman. And that's definitely what Todd Phillips did with Joker, but it all possible because of Ryan Reynolds persistence to get Deadpool made and the fact that Deadpool came out and it was just absolutely amazing. So uh, that's pretty much all I have about the Joker. Uh, I saw a couple excellent, really great shows uh, this week. I saw the new Dracula show on Netflix, which I'm going to review in the next uh, few days. Uh, That was a really good one. That was surprisingly good. Uh, A BBC creation Uh, Takes Dracula in a a very different spin And I love vampires And I'm I'm hard to please when it comes to vampires But I think Dracula was really good And then the best show so far Since The Watchmen uh, The first two episodes of The Outsider Of uh, the Stephen King Inspired uh, novel Or the Stephen King novel that inspired the show uh, Fucking I watched two hours last night It was absolutely amazing uh i'm so i'm really excited for that show to continue uh hbo is putting out some great fucking shows man uh you thought that after game of thrones was gone that there was going to be a dip in quality but the Watchmen was the best show on tv in 2019 and it already looks like the outsider is going to be the best show in 2020 so i'm excited to review those for you guys uh once again we got our first episode of our second season coming up on friday Uh, We'll be uh, chatting it up with Hungry with Tony P. It's going to be a Roaring Twenties prognostication show. So be uh, on the lookout for that. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great night. And I didn't cough hardly at all, so that's sweet. All right, good night. Thank you for listening to the Ma Podcast Reviews. For comments or sponsorship inquiries, please contact us at the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com. That is the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com.